Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Always use your heads, and I would be remiss if I didn't use my head and send a R.I.P. to Joey Jordison from Slipknot, the drummer from Slipknot. He transitioned. We're recording this on a Wednesday evening. He transitioned, I believe, yesterday, and I just wanted to we wanted to just show some love, man, as he transitioned. So R.I.P. Rest in power, brother. You will be missed. Moving right along, make sure y'all go to purposeandtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everyone. If you enjoy the content we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out here at the chair shot is by going to purposeandtees.com forward slash the chair shot and by perusing purposeandtees forward slash the chair shot. You will find something that you absolutely adore. Plus, the t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. When you wear them out, you're going to get over like Rover with a four-leaf clover. I guarantee it. I speak from experience. Every time I wear one of my chair shot t-shirts out, somebody compliments me. And I get myself over. Even in a non-wrestling facility. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. Please, thechairshot.com. Remember, we're not just a website, folks. We're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Andrew Belaz and the Commissioner PC Tunney. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations. Salutations and greetings. What's up? Ahoy, ahoy. Chips, oh. chips ahoy. Whole bunch of nothing, a little bit of everything. Y'all came in very energetic, and yeah, you really got to show off to on the right foot. So yeah, kudos to you guys. Yeah, cool. Well, sometimes well, I prefer the right foot over the left foot. It makes leading more interesting because you can't always be predictable. You put your right foot in. You pull your <laughs> you right, take your right out, foot You out, put your you right put foot, your foot in, in, and you shake, you shake it all it about. about. You pull your pants down and you piss on the floor. Everybody stop dancing. Why? It's true. It's a mess. Yeah. That's a slipping well, I, hazard. Well, I, I have a woman, so I can't just drop trial and piss on the floor. But both of you guys are lefties, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? No. No, I'm a righty. Yep, so am I. Oh, well, fuck what the ever the fuck I was talking about. Let's just yeah, keep what kind of good shit now. are you on? Okay? Holy crap. Yeah, wow. Ned, Ned Flanders is a lefty. He even started the left left porium. That is true. It didn't do very well though. Got downgraded to a kiosk after a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't get it right. <laughs> We're off to a great start. For the three of you that are still listening, we appreciate. <laughs> Was the ooh for the drop the pants and piss on the floor? They just liked what they saw? Is that how that worked? Everybody stop dancing. Why? 
Yeah, good luck with that pissing on the floor. You're drunk ass, man. You so goofy. You'll piss on the floor. And then the very next day, forget that you piss on the floor and walk in there to go microwave some eggs in the kitchen <laughs> and slip on said piss no. from the night before. I don't know. I don't it's sleepwalk. Good reference, though. You haven't talked about the microwaved egg souffle thing in a hot minute. Uh, so. It's so good. Good call. It's so good. I've been making breakfast burritos lately. So good. Ah, uh, so you're not living on the egg souffle anymore? No, it is a it's a it's a nice way to have the egg in there. You can you can cut that into fourths and it, it runs nice in the burrito. True, it does. Yeah. Well Potter's was a cooking show, so what do you put in said breakfast burrito? Well I got a nice twelve inch um flour tortilla, so I'll I'll flip the burner on when I have everything ready, I'll flip the burner on high for like fifteen seconds, turn it off and you know, 10, 12 seconds aside to get the nice little rings on there, get the tortilla nice and hot. Um, I like to do potatoes O'Brien. Um, and be, the reason is, is because I'll throw them in the pan and, and fry them up. But when I put the potatoes in there with that, then you get a little red pepper, a little green pepper, a little onion already in there and out of the pan too. Then just a bunch of fucking shredded cheese. And I prefer a nice medium, so not too much kick, but a little kick um, salsa as well wrap that up in a nice burrito and make sure you got a big glass of milk next to you i thought you were german i am german so what's up with these irish ass dishes you talking about now, no, he's just coming just up a, with a name for daniel bryan when he goes to aw there you go that's no, when, when at my at my grocer, you you got uh you can buy the grocer. The... Who says whoa whoa whoa? Who says grocer? What <laughs> the do. fuck, man? It's but... the Midwest and he's white. <laughs> Give him a break. Keep keep talking about your grocery place. So, you I got a bunch of different. You can just get the Southern style, which is the diced potatoes. You can get the potatoes O'Brien, which comes with the peppers and the onion, like kind of in it to mix it in with the with the mix. Or you can get the regular like shoestring cut hash browns or you can get the patty like hash browns that you get at like mcdonald's only more quality a little bigger but to put for the burrito i like that style because then i don't have to cut up any onions or peppers to put it in there it's already mixed in with the potato mix so in my community the potatoes with the onions and the peppers we call those home fries but i'm I'm curious seriously what grocery stores do y'all have in wisconsin uh we have meyer we okay. Have, yeah. We have Festival Foods. We have uh, Pick and Save, which is Roundies basically, or Kroger. There we go. That's a name yeah. I recognize. And then mm-hmm. we also have Woodman's. Have you ever heard of Woodman's? No. But I, I know Meyer because the the town that I went to school in they had a Meyer, so yeah. I'm I'm familiar with Meyer. But you know what's funny? Meyer, I mean, a lot more people Meyer's now. It's like a low key Walmart, basically. Right. Right, right. A a lot more people are shopping at, like, Walmart and Target now, too. Like, especially Walmart. Walmart seems to be stepping up their game with having, like, an entire third of their store as a grocery store now, right? And they've kind of dedicated themselves to, like, making sure their fruit is fresh and everything else like that. So, it's, it's, the the game has expanded, not from just, you know, your your mom and pop shops and your chain grocery stores to all-out national entities. And you got Target and Walmart thrown in the mix now, too. Yeah, Walmart's yeah, going to take over the entire game, though, because there's one near me that's got food, it's got clothes, it's got a salon in it, it's got well, they all got eyeglass a little movie now. theater or some they shit, all got... like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they all got the food, the clothes, the same shit you'd always see, the spring garden, the toys, the electronics, but now they got 
the eyeglass place. And every motherfucker's got yep. a sub. Every motherfucker by you got a subway. Every motherfucker by me got a subway in it. Whatever happened to Quiznos? Oh, eat Quiznos subs because they're tasty and they're toasty, Quiznos and you can subs. use subs. And you can use a coupon for a dollar off. Whatever yeah, happened I'm, to I'm them? Like, I always like them a little more than Subway. You know, up on the trip, right, we're coming. We're coming. It was a little better. It's just Subway was cheaper, and that's probably what put Subway over. We're coming back from up north in Wisconsin, and as we're coming back, dude's like, there's a Quiznos. No way. So there you go. Funny story. <laughs> Funny story. Funny story. Observation. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready yet to trust meat from Walmarts or Targets. I'm, I'm just not there yet. Well, give it a couple years when Walmart and Target are the only places you'll be able to shop because they'll take over every other place. It's okay. I'll, I'll start growing my own meat. And yes, I know that makes no sense. No, it but... doesn't. <laughs> I well, mean, it makes have, plenty of sense. You'd have a chicken and a couple cows. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. not in, a, you know, where you're located proper. You might have to go somewhere elsewhere, find some land, find find a nice, nice big area for the cows to graze, some chickens. You know, uh, what is it? Liv Morgan can help you with chickens, and she's a Jersey girl. So, like, you know, if Jersey can do it, you can too. Yeah, I'll I'll start that once I start my alpaca farm, which that's on my bucket list as well. But I don't don't think I have the heart to kill the cow or the chicken. Like, for my birthday, I got a a two-pound lobster from the grocery store, and I asked them to kill it so I wouldn't have to kill it. Only nobody got that note. So they literally had to kill the lobster right in front of me, and they're just stabbing this motherfucker. And the motherfucker was a fighter, but they're just stabbing this motherfucker in the head, trying to kill it right in front of me, and that shit kind of fucked me up. I ate it, and it was delicious, but it still fucked me up for a little bit. Like Homer? Did you like Homer? Homer Simpson? When when he had to eat his pet lobster, Pinchy? Oh, Pinchy! Oh, no, Pinchy! Yeah! Oh, so good! Oh, pass the butter! (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, actually. Yeah. Spot on, spot on. All right. well, and, and then the, the motherfucker that killed it, he comes to me talking about, oh, yeah, he was a fighter. I had to really get in there. And don't nobody want to hear that shit. Just kill the shit. This is why I wanted the shit killed before I got to it. Because I didn't want to have to deal with that. Because I'm the guy... Oh, it's a bug in the house. Okay, well, don't kill the motherfucker. Let's find a way to gently corral Ugh. the bug and get the melon farmer back outside. I'm that guy. So, yeah, I don't want to sit there and watch a lobster get stabbed in front of my face. Ain't well, you, sweetheart. You know, they just didn't do it right. Whoever didn't, it, it's, it's two motions. It's down and forward, and that's the end of it. Correct. Or, How back, about or you towards yourself. Him? Before I get there, how about you kill it before I get there? Like I asked you to, and I well, instructed you to. Were you, were you early? What's wrong with that? Were you early? No. <laughs> were you early? No. Early. Not only was I early, because it actually didn't get there on my actual birthday. It got there the day after. So you were so early. So not only was I not early. Oh, you weren't early. You were a day late. No. Did no, you, were you no, a dollar they, short? <laughs> were you a dollar short too? They were late. They were late. But who was a dollar short? Not me. I paid for the motherfucking shit. But you had to watch it die. I still had to buy it. You should have asked for the dollar I didn't off. prepay. There it is. I didn't give a deposit. Did you have a coupon? 
coupons. No, I didn't have a coupon, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, no, okay. Are you against coupons? Some people are against coupons. <laughs> no, I'm not against coupons. I just feel like Andrew was trying to be racist. That's so, why right, I cussed so, him out. Uh, so you say... You say <laughs> no, we were talking about day late, dollar shorts, dollar over, you know, making a deal. Coupons are an easy way to get a dollar off. Coupons or coupons? I say Q. I say Q. I say coo, unless I'm just being funny and say coupons. Coupons are fun. <laughs> coupons are fun. Or coupies. You got any coupies? <laughs> but I also call it salmon, so there's that. My buddy yeah. had a my buddy on the golf trip, he had a shirt that he thought was orange, and me and the cart girl, we pretty much let him know it was salmon. Sounds like you you pronounce the L too. No, only yeah, for the only yeah. for the only for the cart girl. Oh, what else did you give the cart girl a set for yeah. help the set? In all honesty, I gave I gave her a, I gave her a tip. I bet you did. You're like the salmon ain't the only thing that swims upstream or however the fuck that works. It was green though. It was green though. Is that weird? You gave, it, you gave her a tip or the tip? No, I gave her a tip. You were trying to give her the tip though. No. It just worked out for you. No, yes, we you were. We discussed that. You win the cart girl? <sighs> coupons. So, so coupons. Like I didn't have any I didn't have any coupons. <laughs> I didn't have any coupons. Yeah. This is what happened, Andrew, and he's gonna turn red. So yeah, they were talking. Why he am said I some turn dumb red? shit and it killed the vibe. Oh that's not that's true. what happened. No, no. You know, I've never that's heard of that before. We we haven't done a show with him for three years. Him saying dumb shit? Never. He's yeah. cooler than the, the underside of the pillow. You know what I mean? It's PC Tunny, everybody. Well, PC Tunny wasn't on a golf trip, though. <laughs> oh, did he have to stay home? PC Tunny did. Maybe she was turned. PC Tunny did stay Maybe... home. I took the whole weekend off, though I did check up in on you motherfuckers. I had my laptop with me. <laughs> Maybe she was turned off by the Richard Spencer Mohawk you seem to be rocking right about now. He should have made it the full Mohawk. I would have yeah, liked it. I had a hat on. <laughs> but it wasn't a visor, as we discussed last week. Either no, pre-show and that I—I I mean, kudos to me, kudos to me for giving you a little bit of hope that I was actually going to do that. But it was never a possibility. <laughs> I know it wasn't. It would have been oh, excellent points was... if you got one of those bad '90s like neon green fucking or yellow fucking hard plastic shitty ones oh, that you got at like God. minor league baseball games and crap it like that. It, it would have melted. It was literally 92, 93 degrees the whole time. Oof. Okay. So like, as as it goes golfing, oh. like I'm my hands are just sweating trying to grab the club, right? Because it's so hot out. So I literally took my my rain gloves, which stick to the grip of the mm-hmm. club in the rain, and I wore them on my long shots so I wouldn't lose the club. <laughs> That's how hot it was. So she was ugly, but really really cool. But the cart girls, they were all really cute, and they were all really young, and they were all really nice, and they were all really good at their job. And I, we were all really gentlemen and just tipped them accordingly for doing a good job. Yeah. Now, we're also the group that plays music while we golf. So a lot of the cart girls seem to like to hang around, too, because then there's music, where otherwise it's just old, super old guys like or, or you know, weirdos. Or us, the weirdos oh. with music. So there you go. That's fair. So they weren't there for old balls. They didn't have daddy issues. I understand. I get it. They might have. He just said the wrong thing. That's all. 
I still think that's what happened. I, but oh, you was not going to say that. Yeah, yeah. I was golfing. I was not working on that, Chris. I don't know how you can't wrap your head around that. I know it's tough. You can work I on can't. your swing both ways, buddy. It's not that hard. <laughs> I can't understand. You should be like, thing. that's not the only eight wood I have in this bag. Baby. There was. There and then was. just see where that goes. <laughs> I understand a single man not trying to wrap his head around something soft and warm and pretty. Yeah, I don't understand that. You're hitting on 21, 22 year olds. If I was single. Yeah, I'm I'm past that though. <laughs> if I if I, shit, if I was single, and you already know my answer, so. <laughs> me, folks. Well, take it from the adult on the podcast. We're gonna go to commercial, and if you're lucky, we might talk wrestling. And if you're even more lucky, we won't talk wrestling at all. You're listening to Pot Is War, part of the Chairshot Radio Network, and according to thechairshot.com, we'd like you to always use your head. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com Thechairshot.com Always use your head I I, I don't really want to talk wrestling, Andrew, do you? I mean, it's not like we had a lot of strong contenders for wrestling yeah. topics. So. Well, I think maybe the last thing we'll do before we leave is just run down this little list that we decided to put together and, you know, poo-poo that. So um, I- I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I, Oh, I saw a really good stand-up. Uh, I believe it was Netflix. Have you ever heard, sure. of, t- have you ever heard of Tig Notaro? No. Okay. Uh, very petite woman. Um, very deadpan, dry delivery storyteller. Okay. Okay. So the I've I've seen some of her other um, stand-ups. She's excellent. I love her. I mean, she I I she makes me laugh. So what she did here though, it's called, the special is called Drawn, and the whole show is in a cartoon. Okay. The cartoon consists of her on stage giving telling the stand up and the cartoon consists of the audience reacting to the stand up and they're both as cartoons and while she's telling the story they'll come in and out of the story as a cartoon inside of the stand up I I was interesting I had never seen anything done like that I thought it was excellent I think everybody should go check it out um I just wanted to bring it up and, and, and let the listeners know. And, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Any, any, uh, reaction to that, a, a whole comedy special in drawn in animation, basically. And, and, uh, I don't know, maybe the good last stand up you saw or some, someone you saw that's coming up. I feel like that probably helped the deadpan delivery because sure. not everybody really gets that type of humor or likes it. So if you've got the animation and then the kind of cuts back and forth, did it ever break into live action or, you know, 3D aside from 2D or no. was it always in animation? I think like the very beginning might have been non-animation, but like once it was started, the whole thing was. And I think the finish was in the beginning might have been too. I can't remember exactly, but... Yeah, like the entire time it was all animation and it was either what you would see her on the stage as she's doing the stand up and then audience, you know, interacting and then 
all of a sudden you're getting into a story and you kind of see the story as animated flip but there's no real uh picture of the, of the people it's all animated interesting yeah the last really good stand up i saw was actually a amazon prime special and it was uh, jimmy o yang cuz jimmy, jimmy o yang's fucking good. fantastic yes. Like even even if Silicon Valley may not be everybody's jam completely, like he's great in it, and his stand up is is really clever. Like it it plays on the whole racial thing since he's Asian and he apparently learned English through BET. So that's a lot of his interesting jokes when he you know came over and you know came to California and, and learned you know through BET. So his uh, his English was definitely different than some people were expecting i seen the special you're talking about howie mandel has one on amazon as well check it out it's from like the howie mandel club or something like that it's pretty good chris jump on it yeah here. i think i think jimmy uh, Banks is a good deal but yeah bring it bringing it back to tig i first got hip to her and i'm actually kind of bringing it full circle because kind of sort of this is a wrestling podcast what is the Zack Snyder zombie movie that Batista starred in recently. What's the name of that? Uh, Tony, I know you Army remember. of oh, Dead. Army of yes. the Dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and she she was in that, and she was really good in that, and that's what made me, that's what got her on my radar. She is actually very funny. So I haven't seen that stand-up, but I'll probably check it out because she was good in that, and, yeah, it made me kind of, it put her on my radar. So, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, Tig Notaro, Drawn. D-R-A-W-N is the name of that said show. Um, what else is going on, guys? What else? Anything else? Andrew, man, how much of the Olympics have you been uh, watching? Not a ton. Like, it's on in the break room at work, so I, I catch a little bit of it here or there, but I have not kept up with it completely. Olympics aren't Ooh. usually my bag, you know? Why am I not surprised, and why would I even bring that up? He said to himself, knowing I mean, shit. that he fucked up. Hey, last winter I got really way into curling, so I'm waiting for Winter Olympics to come back. He's in a Winter curling. Olympic guy, Chris. <laughs> well, last winter I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away, so there's that. Okay. Fly no, high in April no, and shot no. down in May. <laughs> Not going to lie, though, man, with the curling thing. Like, the, I, I have this weird fascination with curling in my head because I'm thinking to myself, how hard could it possibly be to become one of the best curlers in the United States of America? Like, I feel like that's obtainable for me. If I really wanted to put in a little bit of work, I feel like that's obtainable. And then I could go to the Olympics and they'll tell my story and this and that. And, you know, the black thing, obviously, that's going to get me over at the Winter Olympics because it'd only be like 15 of us. It'd be like <laughs> you know what I mean? the curling version of Cool Runnings. It's nice. I like it. And then don't <laughs> let me fuck around in metal. If so I fuck that, around in metal. Jerry Curl Runnings? Or how will we work with this, huh? That's actually very funny, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, but that's good shit, man. That was, that's, we'll play, too. We'll play. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying, man, don't let me fuck around and metal. If I metal, man, I'll be able to write my own ticket from there on out, man. I'll be on all types of weedy boxes and shit like that, you know? Now, would you want to be the guy sliding the rock or one of the two guys on the side with the broom? I'd probably be better with the guy with the broom and mm -hmm. sweeping the shit to get it where we want to get it. I'd probably be better at that. Interesting. 
I'm yeah. not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just darts wasn't really your game in college. I wasn't good at darts. I love darts, but I'm really? not. Really? Oh, I'm not good at darts. Surprises me a little bit. So we, why does that surprise you? Because you seem like the type that would totally hustle people like billiards and darts. You seem like that motherfucker that would play dumb and then just school all the old white guys who just thinks you're stupid. <laughs> I, I am that motherfucker. Same right? motherfucker, look at this. <laughs> no, but I just never took the time to become proficient in either of those sports. Wow. Okay, learn something new every day. Uh, but but I am that motherfucker. You're asking <laughs> me that. That's spot on. That's I, spot on. I beat Giant Jenga this weekend. Is it giant blocks or a bigger build? It's a big giant Jenga. Yes, so, yeah. but are the block sizes bigger or is it oh, just yeah. no, taller no. than Yeah, usual? it's bigger bigger blocks and it's 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 gigantic. They're like maybe uh, I don't know, uh, 10 by 4 4 by 10s, 10 by 4s, 10 inches, 4 Those inches. Those are pretty fucking big. Yeah. 8, eight by 3 something like that. So we got it all the way up almost to the ceiling. They had to get up on the bar stool to get up on top of that thing. She's wobbling all over there. And then uh, because of the bar stool or because of how drunk she was? No, well, I mean that was a different story. <laughs> but I'm talking about Jenga. The I'm talking about Jenga. Yes. So how do That's you know? That's why you think it with the bar, the fucking cart girl. She fell oh, through God. the Jenga set and got Jeez a fucking Louise. block in the wrong spot, and then you couldn't compete anymore, right? So no. So this thing's <laughs> wobbling and it's super tall, right? And it's it's there's no more moves because you can't pull from anywhere. There's nothing to pull from. It's all one two one two one two one two. So. I mean, I don't know. It was going to be, it's, it's sitting there, it's leaning, it's going to be a giant mess. And our tab was paid, so we drank up and left. We didn't want to clean it up. <laughs> Do y'all not have those bars in New Jersey, Andrew, that have those types of games? Philly is probably the close. probably New York as well. But not really in, at least not really where I am, because any kind of area like around Princeton is either hoity-toity, or it's like an Irish bar or dive bar-y. But, you know, Philly has the, the nicer bars that, you know, are near like the, the museum row that have Jenga and little like table games, if you wish to call it that. So but do y'all at least have cornhole where you're at at some of the bars? We have darts and pool and pinball. We're very old huh. and white where I am, that kind of thing. And Cornhole is white as fuck. What are you talking about? But there? it's not old. That's a new kids kind of thing. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. That's fair. That's fair. And don't so you dare tell me you're good at cornhole, but like somehow shooting, curling, and darts is a problem for you. I'm decent at cornhole. I was much better at beer pong. Isn't that the I, most I was boring, boring thing beer to beer watch, pong, though? You, know? you ever watch? You ever, you ever like running through the channels and on one of the Espens you got cornhole going on? I'm like, I can't watch these guys throw a bag into a hole. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, oh, I, wa- I watched that shit. Really? Yeah, you're it. you're the yeah. guy. You're the you're one of the you're the reason that that fucking show is on Espen. Bruh, if I'm out of the bar and I see a bunch of white melon farmers cornholing at the bar, I'm enthralled. I'm watching that shit live and in living color in person. Watching motherfuckers throw bags into a hole. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, ultimate frisbee or frisbee golf is more of a sport than cornhole. And that's hard for me to say because that kind of like picked up when I was in college, and I always thought it was fucking stupid. Have you ever but played washers? Come on, played what? Washers. I might have called it something different. I don't know what that name is though. Uh, what is it? Maybe like a thirty-inch by thirty-inch box with a PVC pipe in the middle. That's kind of like the the hole in the middle, 
And if you throw it into the box, it's two points. If you throw it into the jar, which is the PVC piping in the middle, is a circle of the inside the box. It's three points. No. And you throw so it's watchers. very similar to like quates, but with a box instead of just like the horseshoe type thing. Well, no, you throw like actual washers that are like I don't know that big or so. Oh, I get you. No, I, not at all. No, no, I thought I thought you were talking about quarters when you first started talking, oh. but no, that's some shit I ain't <laughs> that's, never seen. Yeah. That's something that we do to piss each other off at the bar. That even happened this last weekend. Is hey, watch me. Oh, I don't want to drink that anymore. You fucking dick. Because <laughs> you bounced the quarter into it. Oh yeah, but I got some. <laughs> Yeah, the two the, the two brothers that went with us on the trip, I love them to death, known them forever. I've actually known one of them since we were five years old. Um, but they are they were they're awesome at all the college games. Beer pong, quarters. They're both really good at pool. Um, but yeah, Definitely. you probably cow tip too, don't you? Tell the truth. No, I you've don't. never cow tip. You've I've never had, tipped a cow. I've never tipped a cow. And I'm not talking about waitresses. <laughs> yeah, Bob, I, I couldn't help myself. I've never tipped an actual cow. That moves. I've never tipped up Holstein. Shit, even I've been cow tipping because there's plenty of Why? farms What's in the Jersey. Point? What, what was so fun about it? You're oh, so drunk. you're the redneck on this podcast. You're okay. drunk. I, I'm the one with the pickup yeah, truck. I How did you not drunk. think I was the redneck? When I'm, when I'm drunk, I make my friends throw up in car washes and do stuff like that. I don't go run around vandalizing farmers and horrifying cows. Yes, but as Jeez. teenagers, everything is fun. Ugh. Dumb shit is fun. Look at some of my exes. They were at least fun, but it was dumb. Do all your exes live in New I, Jersey? Uh, well, that's why I started dating out of the state because too many of them live in Jersey. <laughs> that's funny because that that's hilarious, by the way. Because I don't even know what the fuck I was gonna say. Keep saying words, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> well, just how redneck I was. Let's see. I also grew up on a NASCAR and you know Roseanne because you know that that falls in that whole white trashy rednecky type thing. So yeah. Yeah, I'm about as, as redneck as it gets north of the Mason-Dixon line. Roseanne was a good show, though, in the 90s. That was a good show. It was still white trashy as fuck. It was, it was. <laughs> it was good. I'm not saying it was a bad show, but it was definitely, yeah. it showed a certain aspect of life in the 90s that wasn't really shown anywhere else. <laughs> touche, touche. Because even, even the Bundys were, were, like, more ridiculous and less real. You know, they they pulled that whole white trash thing from a heavy comedy kind of level. Really? Yeah, the bunnies. Yeah, the bunnies were you know were were uh, purposely over the top. You know, but Roseanne was Roseanne either were that person fuck. or you knew that person. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. real as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yup, yup. So I get that. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> So where, where, where do you go with this whole cow tip and rednecky thing? Like sometimes dumb shit is just fun when you're a teenager. Also, when well, we grew up, like ecstasy was the cool drug during raves and parties. Give what? me a glow stick, give me some ecstasy and a oh roof. I'm happy no. when I'm a teenager. teenager. Oh, yuck. Well, that's different. Ecstasy is different. Anytime you introduce drugs into the equation, there's probably you know some sexual deviancy it's happening. Alcohol is it? I didn't fuck the cow. I tipped the cow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nobody was suggesting that you fuck the cows. I was clarifying because you brought in sexual deviance, and I'm like, no, we did not go that far. I have you a lot. Clearly, you clearly felt a way 
in which you had to clarify it. So now I'm looking at you sideways. Because like of cow after you tipped it. <laughs> like, oh no, they kind of died. But <laughs> whoa, whoa, do they really die after you tip them? They have a heart attack as you knock them over. Jesus Christ, man. I thought it would just be some fun shit. You just see a cow trying to figure itself out and its hooves are just bellowing about. I didn't know the motherfuckers died. You fucking animal. You cretin. I mean... You out here killing cows, man. We're all killing cows. You had a burger. Don't act like you've never eaten a burger. You you cut me off. I was going to say it not for cheeseburger purposes or even a good steak. You came a cheeseburger. You don't know that. You don't know I that. know Jer- Jersey has Scrapple. I know it became food. Okay, let me put it that way. That's your karma. <laughs> we've, had, we've had this discussion before, man. You're making decent money right now, man. There's no need for you to be eating Scrapple, okay? That's a you know, some things are just force a habit, man. You know, no. a nice a nice no. Scrapple and cheese on a bagel. That's a good breakfast, you know. Oh, no. Yes. Yes, yes, it comes in bricks or loaves or whatever, like, that's unnatural, but it still tastes fine, man. Your insides look like Hiroshima, I'm sure, your intestines and shit, yeah. You probably do, when it comes out, it's Nagasaki, it's like, Uh, (laughs) If it comes out at all, you probably still got 15-year-old Scrapple in your intestines. I butt chug salt water all the time. How do you know? the Scrapple. That's why I did the salt water. That's fine. The castor oil got weird after a while, so I went to salt water. It's good. Don't worry about it. Tony, you got anything? I'm supposed to follow castor oil. Thanks. (laughs) People don't talk about castor oil enough. I had to shout it out, you know? (laughs) Yo, shout out to castor oil. Why don't we we talk about poly? Let's talk about polyurethane. Hey, I'm just good. There we go. That's another thing I haven't heard of in a while. My grandma had my grandma had out nice. My grandma had polyurethane (laughs) on her uh, nice kitchen table, which was huge because she had six kids and however many grandkids. And uh, I can remember one time where she's looking down at the table and and everybody, none of the girls, none of her girls, she had four girls, liked the polyurethane, and they left after giving her a hard time. And I'll be sitting there helping her clean up. She goes. Ooh, grandma has polyurethane. Grandma has polyurethane. Grandma has polyurethane. Well, you know what? And I almost said my real name there because she was talking to me. And she goes, you know what? And she said my name. She goes, Grandma's got a clean table. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, she was not happy. <laughs> That's a That's pretty good lady. grandma burn, though, right there. <laughs> yeah, she was, she, uh, what do you know? There you go. Everybody's grandma also had lead-based paint and that weird pink uh, dangerous insulation in their homes as well. Oh, yes. dude. Here, fuck that. I, my grandma, she was the shit, though. She uh, she got mad at Grandpa because he came home late from something. And, and then he was going to leave right away and go bowling. And so she took the bowling ball and she said, you want your bowling ball here? And she rolled it at him. And it rolled right through the wall uh, out the kitchen and the other side was the stairs. And then it went through the wall and then from... <laughs> From from tail, you could hear it go, boom, 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 boom. Jesus Christ! So now That's there's this, now there's a hole in the wall as you go like to the exit, and then the stairs goes down there. So, and I'm and I and I found this story out by asking one day as a young child by grandparents' house eating lunch, hanging out for the summer. 
with grandma and grandpa. Um, how come there's only wood paneling so high on just the one wall and not all the way around? <laughs> so they looked at each other. Would you like to tell him or do you want me to tell him? And grandpa's like, yeah, you could tell him that one. Go ahead. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's a great story. Yeah, that's that's well played. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One paneling, one one wall wood paneling. Someone's grandma threw a bowling ball through the wall. There you go, folks. <laughs> Lessons to be learned. Lessons to be learned. Any crazy family stories, gentlemen? Well, I, I got a million of them. I don't think there's any one that I can tell on this podcast oh, <laughs> you know, without incriminating somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a commercial. We might have to talk wrestling. I know you're enjoying the show. This is Pod is War, Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So I can say this, and this is something that my big brother and I, we laugh about often when we talk. On my dad's side, we are literally the first generation on that side that hasn't killed anybody. <laughs> we 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 laugh about that quite a bit. It's it's funny to us. Apparently, it wasn't funny to either one of you because neither one of you laughed. But I it's funny. Yeah, to us. it was okay. It's not like hysterical. Does Amber know? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. I think this shit is funny, man. I do. I, I guess it's called evolution. Maybe we're evolving a little bit. We're learning how to solve our conflicts in different ways. You know. Possibly, Possibly or it just should. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, well, thanks, no Andrew. Got you to that point. Well, thanks a lot, Andrew, for putting that out into the universe. You son hey, of a bitch. Saying, you know, that's all. You never mm. know. Some things happen mm. early. Some people are late bloomers. <laughs> Not late bloomers. <laughs> Bloomer. <laughs> we have evolved as a family. I think. That's good, though. I'm proud. Of I you. mean, there's still time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Somebody else got something to say? Let's let's. Can we transition from this? Because I feel like I went to a dark place. And I, I don't know. Trying. Apparently, you've never transitioned anyone though, and that was part of your whole story. No, so you can't really can we transition? Hug blue cheese. You know, the elimination's nice. Not the transition. <laughs> Soda's rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's better. We want to mm-hmm. talk about soda. I haven't had a soda in like five years. Good for you. Yeah. Well, it got to the point where I'm waking up in the middle of the night and taking a leak, and then wanted to have a drink of water. And instead of having a drink of water, I open up the fridge and guzzle for five seconds out of the Coke Zero bottle, and then go back to bed. It's like, okay, that's got to stop. How how does pop quench your thirst? I I couldn't tell you anymore. It's I just drink water. The only thing I 
I mean, I drink alcohol, obviously, and we don't have to get into all the differences yes, of that. Yeah. But, I mean, otherwise, I drink water, I drink milk, and I drink orange juice. I don't drink anything else besides that's that and alcohol. The reason why you drink water is that's just a chaser for the rest of your day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of water, actually. You Same drink here. a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I drink balance, man. I drink balance. About the same amount. Life is a balance. In and the yang, I understand. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. We clearly have nothing to talk about this evening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all are enjoying this episode of Pot is War. Make sure y'all remember to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt to support the movement and check out a lot of the other great shows that we have. Not necessarily this one, but other great shows. <laughs> we, we do have legitimately great shows. This show is podcast award nominated. Check out. Say that again. The show's podcast award nominated. Yeah, you said it better the second time. He did. I said it the same way both times, didn't I? No, no, not even a little bit. But shout out to them. You know, I've been drinking, so I don't remember who nominated us, but shout out for the nomination. We appreciate it. That was like 57 years ago because of fucking COVID, so I don't remember either. It's still an honor to be nominated. It is, whoever you is. <laughs> that's, that's the path to redemption. There we go. All right. Yeah, shout, shout out to y'all and support them, too. I think it was a, just the wrestling podcast. I think it's just wrestling support podcast. Them. They know who they are. Just whoever they are. So I think we have a title, support them, comma, whomever they are. <laughs> I believe it's yeah. the Wrestling Podcast Awards. Yeah. Do I actually That's remember not... the name? I think that was it. That was a generic-ass name, Andrew. What the fuck are you talking about? No, but that I think if you look that up on... I think if you look up that up on social media, you can find that. The Wrestling Podcast Awards, yeah. Well, yeah. how many people are doing the Wrestling Podcast <laughs> Awards? Only them that I know of. They're the only one that matters. They're the only one that's ever nominated us. The rest of them can all suck it. Yeah, he's got a point there. Fuck uh, off. Yeah, yeah, yep. Unless you're thinking about nominating us, then you can nominate us and then suck it. But if you do want to nominate us, we totally support that. Yeah. Or if you, you know. do want to suck it, just yeah. don't be the cart girl from wherever the hell Tony went to over the weekend. I'm sorry. Well, I, oh, God. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, shit, I'm a whore, man. I, I will support Pepsi. I support Coke, Mountain Dew. Whomever want to give give me some money to say shit. Yeah, that's the best pop. Yeah. Can we get a uh, Scrapple sponsorship? I'll work on that. There we go. We Shout have talked out. about Scrapple more than most places probably have in the last couple weeks. <laughs> it's like sausage without the meat. Shout out to Scrapple. It's delicious. Mmm, good. If they want it's to like, it's like sausage yeah. and hot dogs had a baby in a brick. <laughs> uh, like, no. this. And knowing is half the battle. Think about this for a second, man. This is, scrapple is the shit that they didn't want to put in the hot dog. You know how low on the hog you got to be where we go say, oh, no, that's not good enough for the hot dog. But <laughs> we going to use it to make some goddamn scrapple. You, what the fuck? Well, that just proves that, you know, New Jersey still goes by 
by like the old Native American kind of codes of you're supposed to use all of the animal if you're going to kill it and hunt it. It's very noble. It, it's very it gives back to the earth in a way. It's you know the 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 Lenape tribe is the big one in Jersey. So like we we learned a lot from them. Andrew also has Jimmy Hoffa buried in his backyard by the way. If you didn't know, yeah. So you're looking for him. There yet. There Jim, you go. Jimmy Hoffa works at a diner in Michigan with Tupac and Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> we got another title contender. Uh, 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 I said say that could be a title too. That's a long one, but I, it might work. That's what she said. Well played. Well played, sir. Well played. Not not apparently not the waitress at the golf. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, uh, he was scared it wouldn't work. That's why he didn't want to push up on her and shoot a shot. Are you afraid the shot wouldn't shoot? Just tell her you're 32, man. It's fine. She won't know the difference. And if that's too high, tell her you're 28. She won't know the difference. It's a fair point. Yeah. If, if she's as young as you were implying, if you just say 30 anything, they're not going to know the difference. Well, quite frankly, you don't know. Perhaps she has daddy issues. That shit might have been a turn on. You don't know. You, you, you get you got the you got to plant seeds, man. Breaking news. Morally, I have the greatest compass on the show. Back to the show. <laughs> I'm gonna stop fucking with him because he's shoot getting pissed off. I know Tony. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I just ran a bit on it. I would have told you. I would have fucking put all these hand signals up. I don't care. You can say whatever you want. Jeez. And here I was gonna bring up some kind of orienteering a joke about how at least we find what we're looking for kind of thing, Platt. But fine, fine. I'll just, I'll just stop there. I'm gonna help Tony real quick, man. The next T-shirt. That needs to be on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Again, make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. But the next t-shirt I we need to put up is... I can't wait to see how this I pay tuitions. I pay tuitions. Oh, I thought you were just going to say it's MILF money for Tunney. No, I don't pay tuitions. That, I do that, not. I absolutely... I absolutely... <laughs> I pay no tuitions, Chris. None. <laughs> Pay your own I like fucking tuition. But Tony, though. So do I. That's uh, as soon as you were thinking of a shirt, I'm like, hey, what works here? There oh, you go. God, you guys doesn't are help worse. With young ladies, but yeah. But apparently, like... his moral compass is too strong for the young ones. Ladies so. and gentlemen, nope. Chris and Andrew. <laughs> Pot is war. The peanuts gallery. <laughs> Well played, well played. Yeah, but yes, milk money for Tony. Yeah, we need to get that up on ProWrestlingTees.com for oh, slash the chair shot. I'm here for that. This is problems. This is, <laughs> this is first world podcast problems. <laughs> first world. <laughs> There's another title. Son of a bitch, they're just rolling out tonight. So you you don't want to bang the young? You don't want to bang the the age appropriate? I mean, what the fuck, Tony? Where are we at now, man? You about to go to the, you banging the geriatric? <laughs> the fuck? He's the Goldilocks of Strange. That's how this one works. <laughs> this one's too young. That's, that's funny. Too old. That's funny. But which one's just right, buddy? Yeah, that was good. But, that, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm, you know, 
I, I'm in a positive and successful and loving relationship, and I love my woman. She literally is my better half, and she has made me a better man. But I am living vicariously through my single friends, and Tony, you happen to be one of them. So I want oh, you to get as much putang as you could possibly get. Listen, off air, I can relive like the last however many years of my life, but there's not much to tell these days. Twenty-one, huh? I don't know. I couldn't tell. For sure. She had to be old enough to distribute the beer. So eighteen. Had to be old enough to distribute the beer. Don't you have to be twenty-one to serve out? Well, no. Most places, I don't. It's iffy. Yeah. Bars get a little, you know, depending on the attributes, and I, I don't want to go too far at that. Bars, it depends on the bartender and what he likes to look at. This is not entertaining podcasting. What? This is not entertaining for people to listen to. I don't know. People that know you might just enjoy the ribbing. So, like, I'm just saying. Well, then throw a topic out there. We'll talk about that then. That's true. You could moderate. Yeah, moderator. Moderate us like you moderate your 21-year-olds. Come on, buddy. Let's go. It's been a long long time (laughs) since I had a 21-year-old. Okay. Uh, Bread. Say. White, wheat, or rye? Who eats white bread? You're a goddamn serial killer. What? You eat white bread? Why can't you? I have? I actually I have two different loaves of bread. There's literally no nutrition value in white bread at all. Plus, they bleach the shit, which makes it even worse. What are you doing? What are you doing with yourself, man? You you eat your white bread toast with your microwaved eggs and your scrapple <laughs> meat. Yeah, you're mixing, you're mixing guys now. You're mixing personalities, okay? Listen, listen. If you want to fuck around and talk shit, you know, at least fucking keep your personalities straight. Andrews was a scrapple. The rest of that shit. I, I'm, I'm Mr. Scrapple, but I knew what I was doing, but it was funny. Anyway, on, was... I don't know. If if I had to choose, I'd pick wheat or pumpernickel. Pumpernickel's fun. Pumpernickel. I like pumpernickel. Uh, I sourdough. I like as well. A nice sourdough bread is good. Ooh, that sourdough's good. But I, pita, I like pie. Pita's really good too. But the problem with pita is they come in like, like the little five thing bags, and they're like overpriced. I'm like, eh. And uh, ciabatta. I fox with ciabatta. He doesn't wrestle anymore though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Like one person listening to this got that joke. But you laughed. That's <laughs> it. It's not matter. I did. And, and I'm actually probably giving you credit because there's only like three people to listen. It's true. True. There's more Shit. than that. We need at least one more person to listen who likes Japanese wrestling. There we go. What are you pulling on there? Hmm? Yeah, what? <laughs> the same thing I always do. Oh. On oh, air. I got This you. is whack. This is whack. I know your shit is whack. Yes, we that know. Shit's whack. Yeah, We've whack been over this before. Capital Z. Yes. Okay, yes, sorry. we've been over this before. It's whack. That's just whack. Y'all have to it's yell at me. Yeah. If you can find a place that has it, get yourself a shot of it first. You'll like it. I doubt it. No, no nobody hates Jaeger. Nobody hates a Jaeger and Coke. Jaeger yeah. is just dangerous for most I people because uh... like, it tastes like cough medicine. You don't know how much you drink until you're unconscious. Well, Even, guess what? This has a little bit of a taste because it tastes like a Jaeger and Coke. It's good shit. It goes down smooth. I, I, but can I be honest with you? Shoot. Even if I find it, I'm not going to buy it. 
I didn't say buy it. I said just get a shot. I didn't say buy the whole bottle. Oh, I'm not gonna do that either. Fine. <laughs> I guess next time I'll we take have a shot big... of it if I find it. Okay, the Zwagit. What there is it called? So Zwat? when we do the big chair shot get together, I'm gonna Zwitski? bring some fucking vodka. What is a Zwack? It is actually a Hungarian Zwack. liqueur. Z W A K. Hungarian liqueur. Z W A C K. Yeah. A C Zwack. Like Z- like Zwack Morris. Yes, like Zwack Morris. And yeah, it's Hungarian. They can't even field a decent Olympic team, man. You really gonna fuck with some shit they got with, going on there? What does that have to do with their Olympic alcohol? Team, unlike Russia. No, they do. It's the Rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by Jay Z. It's oh, the Rock. ROC. Yeah, it's the Rock. <laughs> what you want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm the, back. The, 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 the horror shows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, the world is such a shit show. <laughs> it fucking is. Uh, fuck. And you thought this was gonna be any better. When the Olympics are just a giant fucking shit show and they got like world class Olympians sleeping on fucking cardboard cots or some shit like that. And you wonder why people are having mental breakdowns and fucking issues. Like, come the fuck on. They still fucking. I don't give a shit. They still fucking cardboard, no shit. cardboard beds, yeah. <laughs> You don't need to use a bed for fucking, so no shit. Especially when you have so many athletic and bendable people. Shit. That's fun. Hey, man. Hey, hey, nobody made a pallet on the floor and fucked? Maybe. Maybe they used a pallet to fuck on top of. Everybody on this goddamn podcast that made a goddamn pallet on the floor and fucked. Yes. With, yeah. Yeah. What is that trick where you have like four people and they all lay back like and everybody's over everybody else and everything else like that? Isn't that called playing Twister? No, no, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, you, you, it looks like they could they were gonna fall down, but it, in a certain way, these people lay back and position themselves into like a square or something like that. Never yeah, that's seen... called an orgy, sir. Yes. <laughs> all right, there you a go. A well coordinated orgy. Yeah, which most of them aren't very well coordinated. Is that the is that is that like uh I think that one's called the Tijuana crime scene. That's hilarious, by the way. That's great. That's another possible title, the Tijuana crime scene. <laughs> oh shit, that's well played, well played, uh, well played. Only slightly racist, but still hilarious. Hey, at least you're more team... accurate than racist. Wait, oh, Let's be honest. Here. Here's something we can talk about. How do you feel about your team being named the Guardians? Cleveland Indians officially yes. next year changing their name to the Guardians, just so everybody's listening to our page. Chris Platt, very much of the of the Cleveland area growing up. That's just whack as fuck. That's the best y'all could come up with. I would have preferred the Cleveland baseball team. Spiders would be at the top of the list. Yeah, because I mean, there's some historical relevance with that name, you know. True. Yeah, but I mean, we'll get used to it, just like we got used to the Wizards, just while, just like we got used to the Pelicans, because those are both whack names as well. So we'll get used to it, and everybody. Pelicans is worse than Wizards. Come on. Well, the problem is, is Utah should still when when True, Utah was given the, there's the alliteration. When Utah was given the chance to give up the name Jazz and let New Orleans have it, they should have had. But what are they going to name their team? The Utah Joseph Smiths? The Utah Mormons. They should have been the Utah. 
Yeah, yeah you I, talk I was salt try- cubes. I, I was trying to be less offensive, but y'all went there. So yeah, the Utah Mormons. Yeah, that's probably yeah. I just call them Bormans. Bormans. The Utah Bormans. <laughs> Boring. Oh yeah. <laughs> they could have been the Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Point yeah, proved, I guess. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, the Utah Sloans. Yo, don't sleep on Utah. Them melon farmers be getting in on the lowest of keys. It's a lot of freaky shit that happens in Utah because, you know, it's so straight-laced and buttoned up. It's a lot of freaky shit that happens in Utah. No, I said for, like, Jerry Sloan. That was, like, a real one. No, that's great, but I, I'm, I'm more concerned with what I was saying. I'm just telling know, y'all, don't sleep. You want to know, you like, want to have yeah. time. What's the, what's the average rate of, you know, getting it in in Utah? Bruh, if you want to have a good time, go to Utah. You got to meet the right people. You get don't like six fives what the hell? Anyway, so don't ask me how I know these things, but if you, you got to meet the right people, but it's a lot of shit on the low ski low ski going down. Going to Utah, aside from the fact that Uncle Chris said go to Utah and talk to the right people with a nudge nudge and a wink wink, what brings me to Utah? It's the middle of fucking nowhere, bud. Greg Ostertag. <laughs> okay, I can't even say that because Greg Ostertag's the man, but that's not the point. I'm just saying, man, you will have a good time. And surprisingly enough, their fried chicken is surprisingly decent. Better than Kentucky's. Come on, man. (laughs) Hi, everybody. My name is. I'm just saying. Hi, everybody. My name is John Stockton. Make sure you head on over to Utah. If you need any help, we'll be sure to assist. (sighs) Your shorts aren't nearly short enough to be John Stockton. But I like it. I did. I maybe, like this is joke. Maybe it's just me because I'm six two, and there's only like fifteen brothers in Utah, so they just assumed I played for the Jazz. Maybe that's why I had a good time. I don't know. That works. That's probably what got you there. <laughs> did you just say you knew Jeff Hornacek because nobody remembers the fuck he is? So that just worked out for you. The people are I just so no. No, the people, no, they didn't think you were Howard Isley either. The people there are just really nice. They're almost, they're almost Canadian. They're almost Canadian. So they're like, hey, that's Byron Russell. He gave up the last shot. Oh, hey there, brother. Let me buy you a beer here. Hey. <laughs> I thought you would pop for the higher Howard Yeah, Isley that's pretty good. That was pretty good, like. actually. Yeah, I got to give you that one. Hey, I'll give you hey, that one. Hey. I'll give you that one. Yeah, you didn't pop. I'm just saying, man, there's a good time to be had in Utah if you meet the right people. I don't, I'm not saying I'm just saying. I don't know that I believe that. It, this feels like another false promo code to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair show. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm being dead ass. I'm typing Utah gang. Dead ass. There you go. This week for 20% <laughs> off on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, type in the promo code dead ass. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm telling you this, man, bro. I went to a teacher's university. Like, the, you know, the university I went to, most motherfuckers came there for other reasons, and then they funked out of their colleges and ended up becoming teachers. Like, I, teachers are freaks. That's why they keep fucking their students, because they're freaks. And you got to, being a teacher in such a, a, a buttoned-up profession, that freak flag is going to fly and manifest itself in some way and apparently it manifests itself through fucking students. It's the same type of thing with Utah. It's so buttoned up 
and laced up and conservative, motherfuckers is going to get their freak on, man. I'm telling you, go to Utah. Meet the right people. You're going to have a good-ass fucking time. Y'all know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Everybody know watch Real Sex on HBO. The only part, the only problem wrong with Real Sex is that it's a bunch of motherfuckers that you meet at like the grocery store or the mailman or something like that, like just getting their freak on. But motherfuckers <laughs> is freaks, man. Go to Utah. You gonna have a good ass time. Doom, doom, doom. Utah, come to Utah. <laughs> great skiing, great mountains, great basketball. Go Jazz. Utah, a laid back atmosphere where you can fuck a teacher. That's right, it's Utah. Come to Utah, mountains, skiing, jazz basketball, and fucking a teacher. That's Utah. You'll be able to fuck like four teachers simultaneously in Utah. Trust me on this. I don't really endorse that at all. I don't, that wasn't, I don't know, you, the, Chris pulled some Alexa Bliss bullshit. That wasn't really me there. Um, yeah, you're on your own here with Utah. I'm not getting involved. I washed my hands of Utah. Picaleo makes Lance Archer look short. <laughs> Andrew is currently commenting on AEW Wrestling that is playing behind Christopher Platt in the Skype feed that we are watching right now. So, folks, let us all watch on Christopher Platt's television. Christopher Platt in front of his television, and Andrew and I through Skype behind Christopher Platt on his television. This is such a great show right now. If we did have <laughs> listeners, we won't after this one. <laughs> I think the people that listen to this show will enjoy this show. Yeah, They'll know what to expect. They'll realize it was a slow week, so like, uh, what are these retards going to come up with next? Oh, no, I'm going to fully I'm gonna fully put in the five things that we have down here in the rundown so that if they just push on it and scroll, they'll think we're talking some What wrestling. is it? Not a nothing, fuck all. I'm not even going to mention it because we might... Cart girl. I'm not even going <laughs> to mention what we wrote down because so. then we might start, might start talking about it. Let's not talk about Utah. Utah um, and fuck all. No. <laughs> We're going to take one last commercial break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to find one constructive thing to talk about. You're listening to Pot is War on the Chair Shot Radio that Network. sounds hard. A part of the – God damn it, that's what she said. A part of the ChairShot.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. How's it going, folks? PC Tony here. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash thechairshot. Plenty of great t-shirts, wrestling t-shirts, logo t-shirts, things that are going to make you stand out in a crowd it's currently t-shirt season this summer, and what better way to make yourself look more aesthetically pleasing than heading on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get it in soft style. You know your epidermis will thank you, 
and it makes a great gift as well for a friend that will thank you for that. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Any obscene kind of promo code you can put in, it might work. That's the Platt style. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to Pod is War Thursday evening Chair Shot Radio Network. You know you can find Chair Shot Radio Network all over your favorite streaming platforms. All you have to do is search for Chair Shot Radio Network. You're going to get three new content drops every single day, Monday through Friday, Chair Shot Radio, all the different personalities right there on the Chair Shot and Chair Shot Radio Network. So we're trying to keep it coming for you folks. We appreciate all the great listenership. We're, we're enjoying it. We're having a great time. Things are heating up in wrestling right now. I know they are, so make sure you're checking out everything that's going on the opinion, analysis, and review side. Excellent writers. Uh, we're even in diving into some of the music genre here. Musical chairs, you can find that Monday mornings on Chair Shot Radio. And Andrew, I know you've been diving in to, I can't, uh, I, what is it called? Andrew's Insane um, Album Review or something? It, it's, come on. It was it, Judgmental. Judgmental. Yes, yes. It's a it should good be acronym. Could it be insanely judgmental album review? That would be oh, oh. Maybe we'll see. I might have to tweak it now. But yeah, so that that was just a small idea I had because I didn't even realize that musical chairs got started up that way. I listened to uh, this past Monday, and that was an interesting smattering of things they decided to talk about. Rush and Tom Jones was it? It's, it's didn't not it? unusual to be loved by anyone. Shout out to my grandmother, R.I.P. She loved Tom Jones, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think but, lots of people's grandparents love Tom Jones. That's the point. <laughs> but Andrew is the chair shots version of Skip Bayless. He he really is. He's not going to he's not gonna adhere to that, but he is. You are. You are. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't dog you like that. I was about to say, I think I'm a little less just contrarian to be contrarian like Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless doesn't even believe half the shit he says. He just says it because it'll make a fucking headline. Well, That's Skip, the crazy part about Skip Bayless, though. Skip Bayless gets if paid you ask, more. <laughs> if you ask anybody about Skip Bayless to a person, they'll all tell you Skip Bayless is Great actually guy. a really good Great dude. Guy. Like, Great nobody guy. dislikes Skip Bayless except oh. for Charles Barkley. Like, people that actually know him love him. Seriously. That's a true story. So that, there we go. That, that proves that he's just saying shit to say shit. Like, I mean, I liked it before when you were just calling me, like, the Max Kellerman with less clout or something like that. Like, that's fine. I don't mind Kellerman. Kellerman at least has points that aren't completely contrarian to be stupid. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm not going to say that. He agrees with Steven more often than not half the time. Oh no! I no. You're not. That's gonna not where he was going. That. I, that's yeah. not where he was going. Yeah, oh no! Me. I know, and I was taking it where I wanted to take it. There we go. That's yeah, where yeah, we're gonna go yeah. with the conversation. I was trying not to bury you, so that's oh. why I was quiet. Oh, that's and, not, that's nice of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That. Well, that's... now I'm gonna bury you. I was gonna say Max Kellerman is intelligent, so. You know. Whoa! <laughs> I've heard. I've heard some of the stuff he said. Nah, that's a stretch. But... Nah, nah, I'm fucking with you, man. You know mm-hmm. that. I know, I know. 
But anyway, didn't you uh, say you wanted to kind of bring this back around town or make it a topic that mattered or talked about wrestling or Tony? Anything? Nothing? Not a zip? Yeah, zilch? sure, 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 sure. Let's let's run down what we had this week, right? We we were going to talk sure. about uh, the new show Heels coming out. Stephen Amell, um, Alexander Gustafson, I believe was his name. Ludwig. Ludwig. I picked the fucking U- MMA fighter. Um, uh, the Vince McMahon steroid trial documentary is coming out. Uh, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk rumors keep going up there. Nick Gage is set to battle Chris Jericho. He's on AEW. He loses his GCW title in a, in a, in a death match to Cardona. New Japan has some shit going on. Shingo defeats Tanahashi. He's got Evil next. Uh, Taichi ZSJ get the belts back. And then for the last topic, I, I literally wrote down something. And, and this, what we're doing right here, this... It's currently something. It's true. Yeah, the whole show has been something. So. Well, don't act yeah. like you're so disappointed. Okay. I gotta be <laughs> honest though, man. I I constantly confuse Nick Gage with Brian Cage. No, I really? swear to God. How? No, 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 no. I, I just hear me out. Hear me out. I, don't I swear to God. I swear to God, I thought Brian Cage was the one that went to jail and came no. out and started wrestling again. Yeah, I swear to God. It's like yes. playing. It's like playing cards with your brother's kids. <laughs> tell me what. Tell me what movie that's from. I got nothing. What movie is that from? Mm-mm. Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone's a great movie, but I literally haven't watched it in like probably thirty years. Yeah, I think I've never seen it once. Mm-hmm. I am your Huckleberry. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Val Kilmer; he was great in that, and Kurt Russell was as well. I don't know if there was an A in there, but that's cool. What A are you talking about? The A and Am. I'm your Huckleberry. Okay, you cool. said- you said I'm I. You shit. said well. I mean, come on, it's a legendary line. People walking around. Hey, I am your Huckleberry. I literally just told you I ain't seen the movie in thirty goddamn years. Come you give me shit about a yeah. yeah and a yeah in the M. And how did you fuck up a contraction? How could you? Yeah, after thirty years, my goddamn bad shit. It should be my bad. I'm a horrible person. But but go watch. Tombstone. It's a excellent movie. Great movie. I, I'm a horrible person. Not I am a horrible person. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, I got him. It, 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 it was, was funny. That's why I know sold it, because that shit was funny. But wrestling? Anybody want to say anything about wrestling? Uh, Pizza Alistair cutter. Black looks like the shitty Phantom of the Opera who kicks people. Okay, cool. I got nothing. Well, I mean, he's still he's selling the eye injury because remember he got his eye poked out in WWE, so he's selling that. Remember? Good for him. Really, Skip? What? Really, Skip Blaz? What? I'm supposed to care? Or you, do you prefer Andrew Bayless? Uh, I don't know. I think I like Bayless as the last name better than Skip as a first name. Who names their kid Skip? It's like that's something you'd name your dog. I'm sure that's not his government name, motherfucker. Could you imagine if it was? 
It's a big name, I'm sure. His parents must have hated him if his name actually is Skip. Yeah, I'm not going to go there because there are... <laughs> there's some shit. He's had some issues. He had some issues with his dad. I, I ain't going to go there, but yeah. Because, you know, he, his uh, his brother is a famous chef. His brother is Rick Bayless, who's a famous chef, if you didn't know that. I didn't because I usually don't pay attention to the, the yeah. chefy people. Really? I don't know. That's because you don't cook. Yeah, because I don't have like one of those wonderful kitchens. I'm just like, I cook well enough to not die. I'm happy with that. You don't need a wonderful kitchen to cook, motherfucker. It'd probably save your ass some money. Probably stop you from eating that goddamn scrapple all the time. I'm trying to I say- like scrapple. Ugh, I'm, I'm trying to make a whole scra- fuckle scrapple fucking cookbook. There we go. I'll make scrapple oh. a new thing. Like the keto diet is scrapple diet. You only hurting yourself, sir. I'm we'll trying to help see. you. We'll is, see. is chili a soup? <laughs> no. Chili is chili. Chili is not a soup. Yeah, chili is a, chili. It's a soup, or is it like here's the soups and we have, and then we also have chili? Yes, we also have chili. Yes. Well, is onion dip soup? No, onion dip's onion, not soup. Onion, how could onion dip? How could onion dip be soup? It says it right there. It says it says, it says dip. So then, why would you ask if chili was a soup? It says chili. Yeah, but it's it's right there on the name. Uh, <laughs> well, no, come on now, don't. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Chili. I'm saying there is a tomato soup. You know what I mean? Yes. Because they call it tomato soup. I I didn't say one way or the other. I just asked the fucking question. Let's get a lawyer. Let's bring a lawyer in on this subject. That's Dave Ungar's music. (laughs) Hold on. Let me find something. Don't say anything yet, Dave. We'll find something. Oh, here we go. Everybody's got a price, and everybody needs to know. Dave Ungar, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on. It's the it's it's Big Dave from Attitude of Aggression, the lawyer himself, um, cohort of Bandwagon Nerds, co-head of Bandwagon Nerds with Patrick O'Dowd, uh, the man, the myth, the legend that's holding hey. down Mondays on Chair Shot Radio. Dave Ungar, in hey. your professional opinion, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I got the no, 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 no bias, no bias, pass, no bias, pass, no, no bias, pass. Most importantly, this most crap. importantly, oh, in your consignment, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great, good for you. You got it in there. Yes. Yeah, way to go. Uh, <laughs> in your personal and professional opinion, is chili a soup? No. All right. Well, that's it. That's I, the end of it. It's That's chili a soup. I don't. Well, what? no, it's what? too thick to be a soup. Final answer. It's too thick. No. No. I mean, final answer is no. All right. We can carry yeah, on. That's the talking. Yes. Dave, welcome to the podcast. How the hell are you doing? Oh, hanging in there, man. Watching my, my puppies wrestle each other. Hopefully they don't start barking too much. They're, ah, it can't be any worse than what's been happening for the last hour and. Oh, geez. 15 minutes on this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you guys doing? We have managed to pretty much not talk wrestling for an hour and 15 minutes. Well, 
what have we talked about then? What 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 are you guys discussing? That's the, the funny thing, Dave. The, Cle- I have the Cleveland Guardians or what? That we have hit that. Yep, we hit that. We did touch that, that, but other than that, I have no fucking idea what we've been talking about this whole time. We touched day. that. We talked about things that Tunney refused to touch because he is the moral compass of the chair shot. I don't <laughs> necessarily know that's how I'd put it. But is there anything <laughs> pressing in your life, Dave, that, or on your mind that you'd like to talk about with us today? Uh, wrestling related or just in general? Oh, go ahead. Whatever you'd like. At this point, we might switch to wrestling. I mean, yeah, let you guys, you guys can talk. We can talk wrestling. I, I mean, every every update that I get from Bleacher Report for the last two hours is basically somebody else teasing something about CM Punk. Darby Allen's teasing CM Punk. Fickle! 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 Nothing about Daniel, surprisingly. It's all Punk tonight. Everybody's just teasing shit about Punk. I don't know. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. What do you think? Is he is he coming back? And is it AEW? I don't know, man. <laughs> that's my, that's my professional answers. I I don't I don't know. I I it's it's you know there's so much talk about it that when AEW first started and everybody was ex- assuming. Punk was going to come back and go there. Everybody was pretty quiet, man. Cody was basically like, yeah, we'd love him to be here, but we're not expecting anything. And now Cody's very quiet and everybody else is talking about all this stuff. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, if, if he's actually coming back, if he's got the itch to compete, I don't think, I think AEW is where he'd go. Yeah. I don't see him going back to WWE. There's um <laughs> a lot of, a lot of water under that bridge. So if he's coming back, I, I would probably say, yeah, AEW makes sense. You know, they they've got all this stuff going on in Chicago. Um, you know, my confidence level right now, I'd say fifty fifty. If you're really asking me to, you know, to put money on the line, what's what do I think is Punk going to AEW? I'd say, you know, I'll go fifty fifty right now. Um, I I don't see him going back to WWE. I, I really don't see that as an option. Um, if the if he was going back, that would have happened already. He had the in there with the show. You guys need to shut the hell up. You guys are definitely not CM Punk fans, um, or maybe you are. Uh, I mean, what's that? Hey, Dave, that's what I tell my co-host on this show every week. Y'all, you guys need to shut the hell up. Just let me talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think that if he was coming back to WWE, he had the in. With the show that 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 shit last year, the little soundbite that Tony just played, if it was ever going to happen, that would have been the place to happen. Nothing nothing came of that. So I just don't see WWE as an option right now. I'd, I'd say, yeah, uh, AEW's where he's going to end up if he goes anywhere. Yeah, personally, I, I agree with that. I think he ends up in AEW. I also think that Brian Danielson ends up in AEW as well, which... Makes things kind of interesting. Yeah, I think that's what could get me back into AEW. Now, I, I say that, and Pretty Tony, Pretty Tony Khan, I, I pray this gets back to you. I get it. It's your promotion. You want to book, whatever, whatever. But get you a consigliere like I have a consigliere. You got a lot of melon farmers 
on your payroll right now. You got access to Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko, Jake the Snake Roberts, Jim Ross. Get you somebody that knows how this shit is supposed to go and and make them your shadow. Where you go, they go. And then maybe, perhaps, somehow, some way, we can mix the old school with the new school and get something that might get the casual audience and fan base back into this Melon Farmer. Because, yeah, if, if they can pull that coup off with Daniel Bryanson, or excuse me, Brian Danielson and CM Punk, and then you look at everybody else they have on that roster, yeah, that that that's an interesting roster. They got a lot of Melon Farmers that could go and know what they're doing. So, yeah, things could get interesting. But, Tony, pretty toe, come on, man. Get yeah. somebody to help you out with that booking shit. If they... This, if they pull this off like you're talking, uh, and it, it almost is a coup in a certain respect, if they get Brian and they get Punk, um, I, you know, it does shift the dynamic of the landscape of everything pretty much because you're talking, you know, Punk's one thing. Getting him, I mean, him alone would be one thing. Getting Daniel Bryan on top of that kind of shifts the narrative. I mean, yeah, they don't have somebody like Roman, um, but then again, they don't need somebody like Roman with what they're trying to present. So if they get both of them, um, you know, I know WWE doesn't consider them competition, but they may have to kind of start changing their thought patterns. If, if they have both of those guys there, I don't know how you look at AEW as minor league anymore or just like an alternative. You, you almost have to look at them at least a little differently. Not Tony, of course, but the rest of us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose from a from a product standpoint, Andrew, I I am really interested in your thoughts and and from this particular perspective, we're all fans of Mister Rogers. Let's play in the land of make believe, you and me, right here, Andrew. Oh, okay, okay, okay. AEW actually signs Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and uses them more on the side of correct uh, as opposed to the side of less correct. How viable does that make AEW? And does that excite you at all from uh, working with maybe New Japan perspective? Because we all know Daniel Bryan would would most likely thoroughly love to do that. I would imagine Punk wouldn't be against it either. So uh, from a positive glass half full perspective, what are your thoughts on a global uh, acceptance of this? The Japanese side would be more of a Daniel Bryan sell than CM Punk. Because CM Punk doesn't usually work the style that Japan does. So I don't think Japan's really in his purview, no matter what gets said or done or doors get opened or however that works. But no, it's a big thing for Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's got cloud over there. Daniel Bryan has people he wants to face and all that other stuff. It'll it'll be fine. It'll be good. Um, playing Playing in that space, though, of legitimacy and what does that do for AEW... I mean, they continue to be WCW, so that that's good. So as relevant as that was as a threat for a couple of years, possibly. But I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't excite me. Nothing they put on excites me. And it's going to take a lot to change that opinion. I feel like an AEW company that is garnering more eyeballs and a little bit more momentum actually benefits WWE more than it hurts it. WWE's space isn't going anywhere. Their place isn't going anywhere. The the, the direction they're in isn't going anywhere. They're never not going to be the top dog considering the significance that they've imposed upon the industry up to this point. 
So wouldn't wrestling being more popular just help the WWE as well? I mean, you're you're phrasing that like you think it would pop a number. Like we we need to see Daniel Bryan and CM Punk actually do something for a change because everything AEW's tried to do doesn't break that like 1.2 million that they've had before. CM they've Punk- had Sting, they've had Christian Cage, they've had all this. People that like Daniel Bryan are already watching AEW because they're the wrestling fans. No, but people that are at WWE because of CM Punk are mostly watching AEW. I'm more interested to see if it pops the number first. Advertised CM Punk or Daniel Bryan debuting on an episode of Dynamite in the middle of the week goes over to likely 2-5. And I, I would lean toward more towards CM Punk. I think Daniel Bryan is a needle mover. He's one of the, the names that matter that is a free agent out here. But CM Punk, number one, he's been gone for a while. So that that rabid need or want for CM Punk to come back in a wrestling facility, that's there. Plus, CM Punk's a talker, so he'll be able to talk them into the building. So now, will they be able to maintain after that? Well, that depends on what they do with him. But at least that initial bump, oh, that's definitely going to be there if if the rumors are to be believed. Well, I mean, I think AW, what they have to do is they still have to focus on make developing their own stars because like Andrew says, they're very WCW, just bringing in cast offs or, or not even cast off, just people they're stealing from the other company for, you know, better deals or whatever. But, you know, what WCW did is they hardly developed any of their own stars and it eventually caught them and, and everything crumbled and WC or AW has to really focus in on that they can't just bring in punk daniel bryan uh you know miro everybody else who's involved and just forget about what they've got guys like lance archer who just won the united states championship you know people like that that they have to really push you know moxley's in a weird state right now i don't know what they're doing with him but um you know they're both needle movers punk and daniel bryan are definitely both needle movers as far as the longevity of that needle movement, yeah, that that remains to be seen. But, but you know, you you kind of, um, you know, I, and I don't know what you guys think about where WWE is right now. They just don't seem to be to me. Yeah, SummerSlam is going to be a, a fun show, but are they really doing anything that gets you guys that excited? Because I, you know, Money in the Bank was a good show. But it, it was the crowd that made that show more so than the matches, I thought. Well, WWE is not a wrestling company anymore, Dave, man. They're a content provider. True. And yeah, I mean, that's just what it is, man. This, yeah, what they do, they're basically the equivalent to the ice capades at this particular point in time. And they're <laughs> making money hand over fist. So it, it doesn't matter what they do as long as they provide content they're still going to continue to make money. You know, long-term, I don't know what those ramifications are. And when I say long-term, I'm talking, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now. Because, you know, shit that they did 20 years ago is coming back and biting them in the ass now. So I don't know what it looks like, you know, down the road. But as of right now, yeah, they're not even in the the wrestling space. They're not even competing with AEW. They're competing with the NBA, with the NFL, with Major League Baseball, with Netflix, they're like they they've transcended wrestling for better or worse. It's funny though because WWE could do anybody else's 
style of show and what they're trying to put out better than they can because it's still the production value thing. It really is. Like it's like you did anybody did any of you watch the Kevin Nash um broken skull session? Just pieces. I, yeah. I thought it was pretty solid, but he said to Bischoff as when they knew when they're on the downside, he said someday you're gonna work to Vince and you're going to see exactly what you're up against and you're going to you're going to realize uh, you did even a better job than you did in comparison to what they had and what WWE is working with right and i'm not saying everybody doesn't have the same tools now but now WWE has still has the experience with it too and then you throw in the 4K shit too and it's like you don't stand a chance it's like the wand maker in Harry Potter where he goes to him and said if that's what's going on, you really don't stand a chance. And See, I brought some nerd shit into the show. There you go. I like it. Just Check out, to kind of yeah. keep it real. Check out Bandwagon Nerds Monday afternoons on ChairShot Radio Network and thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, I, I, I am the WWE guy, heart and soul, through and through and through. Yeah, is there better stuff going on outside of WWE as far as storyline and, and matches and usage of talent? Yes, there are those places out there, 100%. But overall, to me, if you're in from the beginning to the end, I, it's just where I'm at. I guess I've just been conditioned. I am I am the bad sheep. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let me ask you guys this, because I, I don't get the chance to talk wrestling hardly any all, at all on podcasts anymore because it's all nerd stuff and, and everything else, so... I wanted to throw this out at you, and I don't want to hijack your guy's show or anything, hijack but I just had away. questions. It's the most constructive I just had questions we've been for in two three, hours. <laughs> three, three wrestling minds that I respect greatly. Why why did WWE go in the direction of booking Cena versus Reigns instead of Cena versus Lashley? Did they book Cena versus Reigns? Because right now it's Balor it's, versus Reigns. I, okay, we know where that's heading. But it wouldn't, I, I mean, because from my standpoint, I was there four years ago when they took when they faced each other in L.A. at No Mercy, and Cena put him over in that match every way you possibly could. Roman doesn't need to be put over anymore. So is this really just to get John to number seventeen? Do they dare do something like that, or is there something I'm missing here? But but wouldn't Cena Lashley have made a little bit more sense? There's a matchup that I don't know if they fought before. Um, maybe they did, but I don't recall it because it's been over a decade. But, you know, you look at what Lashley's doing, and it's like there's nobody on the Raw side. You what? You're going to bring in Oldberg to take him on. Who? And Goldberg just got, Goldberg? you know, oh, okay. old Oldberg, Oldberg. And he just said, got worked over Goldberg by Drew Matt. I know. So Drew took him out in, what, five minutes. And now I'm supposed to believe that he's a credible challenger to the almighty Bobby Lashley. Whereas Cena, I would have stopped and thought for a minute and said, you know, them putting Cena over Lashley for number 17 is a lot more plausible than them putting him over Reigns for number 17. So I don't get why do you guys think that if they are going in that direction, granted, Tony, nothing's official, but it sure seems that way. Um, why do you think they went in that direction? To legitimize well, Roman in the universal title. Because they want is. that to be the number one. They like they, this is the wwe championship and the world heavyweight all over again like everybody doesn't i can't say everybody the iwc doesn't see the universal title as the main title as a big deal because it's been around for a couple years and people that have held that it's been 
contested on if it mattered as much, and that was during a weird time when that's it was because Brock. That's because Brock and, had it. Yes, Brock had yes. it, and it was absent for six months. Correct. So I think it's just it's a legitimacy thing because if Roman beats the shit out of Cena, then it's Roman taking his place, not getting put over, not an awkward you know pointing and raising a hand thing, but just taking it from Cena and Cena legitimizing the universal by wanting that over the WWE. And I mean, n- number one, they'd be smoking crack if they put the title on Cena and took it off of Roman. But I mean, I-, I-, I feel what you're saying, Dave, and Bobby Lashley and Cena, they did have a match. I think it was right before Lashley left, actually. It was maybe, what, 07, 08 at one of those off-brand pay-per-views. But from a box office standpoint, Roman Reigns is the biggest name in wrestling right now, point blank period. I, I, that's not even debatable. So if we're trying I mean, to Andrew, draw people in Andrew, and, okay? and try to make the most. Are you okay with that, Andrew? How can he what? argue Why would that? I not be? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought, you, okay, that's never not mind. arguable. Sorry, he was looking that's at something on his arguable. computer. I thought he was looking at you weird. No, I was looking up to see what see? the off-brand pay-per-view was, see? and it was the Great American see? Bash in 2007. See, off-brand, me, not Chris. so much, God. but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in WWE lore. Yes. Off yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, on a marquee, man, the biggest match that you could possibly make, you, you don't have access to Dwayne. You don't have access to Brock. He's out here growing weird ponytails and and, and Slaughtering, slaughtering cows. The bearded yeah. butcher. But, but short of that, man, the, the biggest marquee matchup that you could possibly make is Roman Reigns versus John Cena, which is the new guy versus the previous guy. Like that that's that's box office. That's a big match. And I mean, I, I, I feel you. I, I would have you know, I I wouldn't mind seeing uh Bobby Lashley and Cena, but at the same point in time, they brought back Oldberg. So you put Oldberg and Bobby Lashley on a poster, that that's gonna get motherfuckers intrigued. You know what I mean? Everybody remembers Goldberg. You look at Bobby Lashley, even if you don't remember Bobby Lashley, you see that big melon farmer on a poster and you see those two bulls getting ready to collide. That's going to attract some eyes that aren't necessarily watching the product. It's going to bring some laps fans back and it might attract some people that, oh, yeah, I know Goldberg. Who's that big motherfucker? That's three. That's going to attract some. Nothing I can do when it happens. It's three. It's the third time it just plays. All go. right, that's Pee Wee's Playhouse. But if if SummerSlam <laughs> is supposed to be WrestleMania la, 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 Summer, which is how the they, which, which is how they they paraded out and marketed it, the biggest match they possibly have access to is Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Well, I can't I can't dispute that, even though if I don't like it, because it's like, eh, I've already seen this match. What are they going to do differently that they didn't do for well, other than that, you know, the roles are reversed and seen as a clear baby face and Roman's a douche. But, <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, I, so like thinking about SummerSlam, though, what match that hasn't been announced? Are you expecting them? Is Becky going to be involved? And, 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 and I mean, I figure she's got to be. And if she is. 
with Charlotte and Rhea locked up with almost a superhero girl, which is like, oh, Jesus. Uh, fine, whatever. Do we get Becky versus Bianca? I mean, would they dare to book a match like that at this point in time? Wow, that's a good question. I don't think you could because you're still trying to build Bianca. And if you throw Becky into that match, Becky is going to be the overwhelming face in that. And that's going to cut Bianca's legs out from under her. That being said, I don't know. What do they do with the SmackDown women's title? You know, Bailey's gone. We still have Sasha kind of floating out there. So, yeah, what else do they do? I mean, in the same respect, though, Becky would be Teflon whenever she comes back, though. Like, if they just did throw her into any title match and she loses, it's her first match back after, you know, having a kid, being off for a year and a half, two years, whatever it's officially been. So it's it's one of those big pops. She's the obvious face, but you you can get away with enough Teflon logic that win or lose, Bianca would look good if she beat Becky, and Becky's not really hurt because you can't really use it against Becky when she hasn't done this for, you know, however many months it's been, because she's been being pregnant and being mommy for a while. So if, it, if it's a story. If you're looking to put Bianca over as strong as possible, <laughs> having her beat Becky Lynch would do it. Even if it's a weakened Becky, and then that gives Becky the underdog thing that she kind of thrives in because she was the man, and there's there's no real coming back from that, except for this, where she's got to kind of work her way back up. So and now she's I don't, the I don't mom. mind that. She's the mom. Now she needs the to man. reclaim her manhood. There or we go. Like that. Let me uh, let me tell you what I think about Becky uh, versus Bianca. Uh, this Saturday afternoon on the DWI podcast, right there on the Chairshot Radio Network, provided to you by thechairshot.com. Check myself, DP, and AJ Belaz, the better Belaz, uh, on Saturdays, what not on Thursdays, though. Uh, Andrew's the better Belaz on Thursdays. Uh, check it out right there, DWI Podcast, episode 285, coming at you Saturday afternoon, Chairshot Radio Network. Tundi loves blue balling the audience, BT Dub. They're not even they're not even gonna give me any royalties for coming up with this idea, are they, Platt? I, I think you need to speak to my consigli- consigliere. I just need to find one. Don't, yeah, don't let Platt don't, don't don't exchange services with him, Dave. Exchanging Shut services up, with Platt. I don't. I don't. That that's that's a loaded problem. Exchanging services with Platt. So. Shut up, Tony. Nobody was talking to you. Okay, these is grown folks talking. Next time you hear grown folks talking, you shut the fuck up. You heard? Damn. <laughs> Anything else, Dave? Do you have any other wrestling thoughts? Thechairshot.com. Always use. Your head. You knew that was coming. I should have. Ah, yeah. Better. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> it'll come up over the next few weeks. But but at, those were the ones that kind of stuck out to me right now. It's like, well, Punk, Daniel Bryan, why Roman? What the hell do they do with Becky? And yeah, I mean, the the Raw Women's Title is just like you got to be shitting me. This this is what we're gonna do. This triple threat match. Fine, whatever. It is the end game that Rhea Ripley and Charlotte end up together on the two-man power trip side of the game? Because I kind of feel like that's where they're going. I don't know. I 
I, I don't get what they're doing at all with those two. It's like none of this stuff makes sense. Charlotte didn't need to be put over anymore. Rhea needed it more than Charlotte did. So we're going to switch the title and then have Charlotte drop it to Nikki because Charlotte can afford that. Right. Okay. It was it was all about Nikki, to be honest with you. They didn't want to hurt Rhea by having her drop it to, to, to Nikki, and that's that's kind of where we're at there. Um, Let's let's take the so brief. They have, it, they have her tap out to Charlotte instead. That makes sense. Well, I yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't less suspend your disbelief on Rhea as opposed to losing to to Nikki, right? So that that's yeah. kind of yeah. You got you 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 meant what I know. Let's let's do a brief. Oh, I got I got one last one last oh, question. Christ, for you. going to a break is worse than you with Platt. No, go ahead. I'm just kidding. That was a shot at Platt, <laughs> not at you. Curry. Does Samoa Joe dethrone Karrion Cross at NXT TakeOver 36? Yeah, uh, I tell you what, once uh, Karrion Cross loses that belt, he's in for a world of pain uh, moving forward and trying to climb back up that ladder. You heard it here first. No so way they, in Hades yeah, that he sure, loses why not? that. Let's no do way. that. No way. I'm going to just say yes Man. because they already got him on the main roster, so they got to take the belt off of him. So if Joe's the next one, Joe's the next one, and it makes Joe – wouldn't that be three-time? Three-time, first three-time champion. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, they had it set up with that fatal five-way. It would have been easy. would have been easy to do it there, but no. We're going to keep the belt on him, then have him dabble around on the main roster. It's, just, it's like, who's booking this shit? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's been on the main roster a couple too many times to just ignore it and leave him down on NXT as the main champion. So, yeah, uh, Joe being a three-time champ, I can get behind. All right, to close the show today, we're going to kick a New Japan style just for Andrew. We'll be right back. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. it but then you're really just kicking it you ain't even got something to put up on the t here you're just like Let, let's talk about new japan oh is that great what the hell are we gonna talk about the you're fact that it. tanahashi lost the match we knew he wasn't gonna win anyway the fact that evil has a fucking challenge lined up after he wins one match in six months because fuck the darkness or some shit i don't fucking know and and then now okay zsj taichi getting the belts back the tag belts that's cool granted naito and Sonata held the tag belts for like two weeks, so that's weird. But whatever, that's a thing. Hiromu's healthy again. He can wrestle. He challenged the uh, whoever won the junior championship, you know, right after that, which turned out to be Robbie Eagles, who is the first Australian-born wrestler to win any gold in New Japan. And given what's going on in Australia, and the fact he's not a bad wrestler, so it's it's good. Like, I, I like the little bit of clout, little bit of storyline. It's all good. So, aside from that, which is very just surface level, just if you've read reviews, you know what the hell's going on. fuck else do we talk about? Why evil sucks? We could talk about that. Well, what's the long game here, then? 
with the IWGP. For evil to lose. Well, I know, but I, I'm talking about the, past that. What's the long game here with Jingo and everything? Maybe Ibushi can stop, you know, pulling the Mega Meg and going from suck to blow and fucking stay healthy oh for more than fucking here two we weeks. Go. And then he'll get his here fucking match in. Yep, there it is. Jesus fucking Christ. Shinko's probably holding it till Wrestle yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, and I'm okay you with think that. so? Well, I'm pretty sure. Who's yeah. taking it? Because so G1, Co- whoever wins the G1 if it's not Shingo. Okay. <laughs> so who <sighs> the thrones in? Whoever wins the G1. They don't the even G1. know it's the G1 yet officially. Christ, they haven't announced it. They just announced it's a thing. They don't even, I don't have Chris, any you know who's going to dethrone him. It's going to be Brian Danielson, baby. That's how it's uh-huh. going to go down. Fucking Potatoes O'Brien, everybody. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well done. I was thinking Tokyo 3K, but that's Oh, yeah, there me. you go. Nothing wrong with that. The legend. The legend. But, yeah, evil is a stopgap. And Robbie Eagles is a cool story. Toriano losing the fucking bullshit trophy in a bullshit rumble with handcuffs and bullshit. Like, bullshit. So, like... What do we got? Like, hopefully the G1 is just good wrestling, and that helps to reignite things, because Wrestle Grand Slam wasn't a bad show. Granted, it was six matches and went four and a half hours, so take that for what it is. But eh, they're at least quality matches. And they're running back Jeff Cobb and Okada, I think, at the beginning of September for one of those Wrestle Grand Slam shows. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe Jeff Cobb takes it off of Shingo. What if that happened? What what if we get the monster Matanza to take the the belt off of Shingo? See, I was thinking Anoki. He could still walk, can he? Maybe he, he comes back to reclaim his throne. You know. Nice, <laughs> nice. Even though he's a little Same. frail, a little like almost eighty, but like Anoki just comes back. He says, "Fuck it, it's mine." Hey, didn't Mudo just have a title run? Recently? He's like fifty six, though. There's a big difference between Anoki <laughs> and Mudo. <laughs> didn't May Young? Win the Divas Championship at some point in time. It was the Divas in the like the mid two thousands. So I forgot to ask this question before. I forgot to ask this question before. Would you rather see Bill Gold or sorry Gilly Bolberg? Would you rather see Gilly Bolberg come back and fight Bobby Lashley, or would you rather see Hulk Hogan lace him up one more time and fight Bobby Lashley? Chris wants Hulk Hogan to do it, so Bobby Lashley whoops his ass for everybody. That's what the fuck. This Chris is a really wants. good question. Like, I think you're gonna get no, a better. No. And hold on, no. Who do you get a better match from, Gilly Bolberg or Hulk Hogan? I think you get a better match from Hogan. I gotta tell you, I think you get a better match from Hogan. You definitely See, get better promos. This can we wheel? Problem. Can we wheel Flair's ass out there instead? At least that would work. <laughs> well, that's dangerous. I'm here that's for, something. That's no, somebody. No, I'm here do. for Flair. I'm here for Flair, because this is how racist wrestling is. They'll fuck around and put Hulk Hogan over Bobby Lashley. He'll hoke up and shit, and I don't think he could drop the leg drop anymore. He'll just drop a big boot on top of his chest, no, it, and he'll, he'll pin Bobby Lashley Japanese like that. Japanese finisher and just do an axe bomber, you know, because he had the largest <laughs> arms in the world, so he should have used a fucking lariat. Stupid fucking leg drop. Can you imagine... And the crowd just, and he starts hooking up, and the crowd going wild. I'll be looking at you, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. 
And you know it's WWE programming, so they'll zoom in on the one black guy in the crowd who's cheering on Hulk Hogan. And they like, look, he forgives him. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he wouldn't be forgiving him. They they would just zoom in on him, and he just has his arms up or his mouth open or something. Like he ain't even cheer, but he looks exuberant. So, <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's going to do it for New Japan this week. Um <laughs> All right, Dave, I want to thank you for making time and coming on and talking with us. Um, I, I, you, I'll give you one last question for the panel before we get the hell out of here tonight. Whatever you want. It can be wrestling. It can be nerds. It can be sports. It can be the videotape you watched last night when you were going to bed of the three bears, uh, blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want, you get one question. Uh... Gosh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that videotape. That that's that's not cool, <laughs> well done. But... Way to play with that. <laughs> <laughs> not sure I was where I was going there. I know what I want to ask you guys, and this is a bonus for Andrew because I wasn't on that episode. I was down in Disneyland. Uh, what do you guys think of the Loki season finale? Chris, did you even watch it? Do you want me to get home? No, yeah, I watched it. I was on the goddamn show talking about it, motherfucker. Say, sure say, you... right, say words. Say words. Wow, that was Whatever. mean. That was mean. They got, mad. Like they, a, they got yes, mad at me, as yes a matter of fact, work. this weekend because they, they got <laughs> mad at me this weekend because they thought I was going to be on the show, but everybody neglected to book me. You know? But That's fantastic. Andrew, go ahead, say words. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. But no, it was... It was interesting. It was good. It sets up the whole multiverse thing. It sets up the end of WandaVision well. It sets up Doctor Strange well. So it makes sense. King the Conqueror was interesting. I wasn't completely expecting that, but it, it works. And even though Disney technically owns it now, you weren't expecting a happy-go-lucky Disney ending where the two Lokis you know, run off into the sunset kind of thing. So... It worked. It was poetic in a fucked up way. And the fact that, I guess, as you want to maybe call it, our Loki is now in an alternate timeline because there's an alternate TVA, which was what, the TSY, I think? Or something like that. The the, the, the acronym changed. But it's, it's interesting. And I guess it also makes sense on why we're probably going to see Loki back in the MCU because, you know, timey-wimey bullshit, which... I just have issues with that in movies and comics in general, but that aside, it made enough sense that I can tolerate it. Well, screw you if you're I not agree. a Howard the Duck fan. <laughs> what? That w- that was a different parallel universe that wasn't time jumping. Howard the Duck is amazing, and it's not more. <sighs> it's, it's it's not DC, right? It's not DC. No. <laughs> Dave, I, I loved it, man. I love Jonathan Majors. He's probably be my favorite young actor right now. I love the fact that they set it up for a season two because I love the Loki character, and I'm glad we're going to have more of him in our lives. And I, honestly, I think that this was probably out of the limited series that they've done on Disney Plus thus far. I think that this was the most satisfying and the best season finale or a series finale that they've had well i can't say series because it's they've already been slotted for a season two but yeah so cool. I, I had one i had wandavision as my number one 
And Loki passed um, Falcon and Winter Soldier for me. Not that I didn't love Falcon and Winter Soldier. Who wouldn't love, you know, grabbing some YMCA mats, wrapping around a tree, and flinging that shield around in the backyard. But <laughs> it's just, I think, <clears throat> while it passed WandaVision for me, it also came back behind WandaVision because I'm happy and sad that there's a second season. So figure that out for however you with you will. Uh yeah, they've all been great. I mean, they've literally all been blessings to any viewers that are fans of, of this entire genre and universe, et cetera, et cetera. So you really can't hate on any part of it. I mean, the only thing I could even say is a negative personally is that they all start off slow. Like, I have to wait a couple weeks before I pick any of these up because they just take two or three episodes for them to kind of set whatever their story is and then kind of move it forward and make it interesting and make it make sense. Right. So yeah, like I, I said, you I, just, you just like can't hate any part of it. to grab you in the beginning aside from just, you like this world, right? You like this universe. You like these characters stick around. I'm just like, give, give me a reason to want to sink my teeth in instead of just wait, you know, you'll like it. It's fine. It's Marvel. I'm satisfied, you know, not like that after watching that movie, but I'm satisfied. There you go. <laughs> well, shout out to the satisfaction. Big Jagger couldn't get none. Jesus. Hey, somebody pop for that. Hey, Dave, man. <laughs> I'm here for you, brother. I appreciate you, brother. And thank you for the run in, man. This was unexpected, but always a treat and always a pleasure to see you, man. So, why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you and everything you got going on? You can find me with my permanent residence inside the head of Patrick O'Dowd. You can also find me on Twitter at attitude ag. That is at attitude a G G and on facebook.com slash attitude of aggression. And of course, chair shot radio bandwagon nerds, all that kind of stuff. Again, man, thanks for the run in. We certainly appreciate it. And frankly, we probably needed a shot in the arm because we were out here dying because we didn't have shit to talk about. Mr. Tunney, Commissioner. I'll be, shot. I'll be your shot in the arm anytime, buddy. My man, I love you. Mr. Tunney, let the folk, good folks know what you got going on and where they can find you, sir. You can find me on the Twitter and Facebook at PC Tunney. Continue to listen to everything Chair Shot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms. And yeah, you know. DWI podcast this Saturday, uh, Three Man Weave, Chair Shot Radio, Bandwagon Nerds, I don't know, other stuff, this show, keeping tabs on Platt. Pretty much, Platt, that's his, Platt his full-time job. Yeah, yeah that's his, his full-time Chair Shot job. Let's, yes. let's, let's pull back the curtain a little bit. I think it's a, it's a 50-50 on who's keeping tabs of who most of the time, so it's a good <laughs> partnership. It is, yeah, yeah. We're we're basically what are we? Or would would you say we're Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte from Forty Eight Hours, Why or Riggs and Murtaugh from I, Lethal Weapon? I don't want to be Mel Gibson or Nick Nolte. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony wants you to be got? too old for this shit. That he wants to be. <laughs> uh, nah, you guys are like Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor in Stir Crazy. There you go. Not a bad combination. Not a bad combination. Tunny's not. Hear no evil, see no evil. Yeah, they they made about two or three. Yeah, I think they did better with the hear no evil, see no evil. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, I think they did stir crazy. 
hear no evil, see no evil. And I remember yeah, another like you. Silver Streak, right? Weren't they in that and, one? And Silver Streak, yeah. Oh, yeah. As well, yeah. Tony's not crazy about that. We'll keep working on it. Y'all can y'all can find me on Facebook, but I ain't going to answer you, so don't even bother. But Mr. Blast, where can they find you, sir? Uh, on on the Twitter machine, IWC War Chief, and on thechairshot.com, Japanese wrestling. Back to Impact Wrestling for the time being to give AJ a break because he was he was dying a little bit over there. And uh, we'll we'll see if I continue doing the the album reviews. That was kind of fun. I can't even stop laughing. I Jesus, see stop I dying. Gotta, yeah, we're more like the Rick Schroeder and Alfonso Rivera of Silver Spoon. <laughs> There you go. Oh, shit. Who said that? I Who said, said that? that? Uh, just me being funny. <laughs> it's just it's oh, All right, just go. Just go. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. That's well played, sir. <laughs> you guys are crying like Ricky Schroeder in the champ. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. Are are we also James Kahn and Billy Dill Williams in um what's the one about the football player that died? Oh is that Brian Ricky Song. Brian Song. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, just, that one is Nope, just Rick Schroeder and Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. More importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot. Make sure we're able to keep providing that content you love day in and day out here at The Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. We still got some summer left. You got to stop using them religious-ass T-shirts, a.k.a. they're holy. So find a way to make yourselves more aesthetically pleasing and support the movement of your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan. So that means that your ass is smart enough to get on the goddamn interwebs and go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please, thechairshot.com. Remember, we're not just a website, folks. We're a movement. And make sure you tune into a lot of the, all the great shows that we have going on on chairshot.com. There's a lot of great columns, a lot of great shows. Tune into it all. It's all great. Shout out to Mike and Siglieri and my brother, Mr. Dave Ungar, for the run-in, which was hilarious. For the commissioner, PC Tunney. For Andrew Snowflake Balls Belaz, when he's not butt-chugging salt water. I'm Mr. Velvet Price, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Potter's War. We'll see you back here next week. Same plat time, same plat channel. Until next time, shalom. Hit it, Carly.
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.